Welcome to This Is How We Create, a show that digs deeper into the creative life of contemporary artists of color. Discover what feeds their creativity and how they've found or are finding their artistic voice. Through these intimate and candid conversations, you'll gain insights into the lives of creative professionals of color that are hard to find anywhere else. Today's episode of This Is How We Create features yours truly, me, your host, Martine Severin. I'm so pleased to share with you an interview in which Sony artisan Tony Gale invited me to his show, the Sony Alpha Photographers Podcast. Tony and I talk about my work as a photographer. I share what's in my bag in terms of the tools I use to create the stories, portraits, and even short films that I I do for my clients. Last year, I was welcomed to join the Sony family as a Sony Alpha female. If you don't know, the Sony Alpha female program supports the growth of underrepresented voices in photography, videography, and filmmaking. This is such an amazing program, not only for the grant that you receive as a winner, but also for the support that you receive from the Sony community itself. You will have 12 opportunities to win if you are indeed interested in applying with the final opportunity um, to win ending on February 15, 2021. So if you don't know about it, go ahead and check it out. But back to my talk with Tony during our chat, I share a lot of information about my experiences with the program. Tony also asked me some questions about my dream assignments. So you'll have to take a listen to hear a little bit more about what I dream of doing one day when we're not under COVID. That's it for now. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Sony Alpha Photographers Podcast. I'm Sony artisan Tony Gale, and today I'm talking to Chicago-based advertising and commercial photographer and Sony Alpha female creator and residence, Martine Severon. Welcome, Martine. Hi, Tony. Thank you so much for having me. Martine, can you tell me how you got started in photography and what led to you becoming a professional? Well, I got started in photography in college, actually. I took a photo class on a whim. I caught the bug that way. And from there, I just continued learning and learning and learning and taking classes here and there until I felt like I had built a portfolio that was ready to be shown in a portfolio that would help me to compete with awesome photographers such as yourself. Well, thank you. (laughs) Do you remember what your first paying photo job was? Oh, yes, I do. My first paying photo job was to create a lookbook for a bridal gown designer. And everything went wrong (laughs) on that job. The photos were fine, except that the location we had, we didn't get a permit. And so we were kicked out. Things didn't turn out quite as well as they should have. But in the end, we had fun. So she enjoyed the photos. She likes them and she still uses them today. So it wasn't all awful. And what are you primarily photographing now? Right now, I'm primarily photographing lifestyle and just product photography at times, but mostly people who are interacting with each other and communicating a brand's promise through you know, what's going on in the, in the scene that we've set up for them. You are one of the Sony Alpha Female Creators in Residence. Can you tell me what that experience has been like? Oh, 
it's been such an just amazing experience. You know how sometimes something happens in your life and you totally weren't expecting it and it turns out to be the best thing ever? And that's what that program was like for me. I did not expect to win. <laughs> and in fact, I didn't think it was going to happen at all, especially after my first interview with uh, Michaela and Kayla and all the fantastic crew who put this program together for us. Um, I should say Michaela Ion. I left feeling so dejected and I was questioning myself. I was like, I can't believe I answered that question that way. I could have done this. I could have done that. But it turns out that I was one of the six. And I have to say that it's been amazing to work with my mentor, Katrina Eisman, and to keep in touch with all of the other um, mentors, actually, for the other women who are part of the program. The most surprising part of the program is the fact that everyone is so kind and everyone is so dedicated to helping me and certainly the other women who are creators and residents absolutely kill it. You know, they, they're there to help us and to answer our questions. And that's been the most surprising thing. And then, of course, I've walked away with some friends, <laughs> some um, of the women who are part of the program and, and even some of the women who are part of the program from last year, you know, we get on the phone and we talk with each other. We've caught up a few times since COVID hit to just catch up and to talk. And it's amazing to cheer them on. And it's always nice to see when they like a photo or they leave a comment on my IG too. And so that's been really special. It's wonderful. I really feel like the Sony people are a family. It's, it's really a wonderful group of people. I agree. What is your go-to camera and lens combination and why that combination? I'm shooting with the 7R3. And I have to say, I used to love the 50. And I no longer do. <laughs> I'm like, I've, I've moved on. And I'm now crushing on the 135-18. And I, I really enjoy doing portraits. And I am all into that lens because it really just helps me create a portrait and help people's personalities come through in a more genuine way, which is a weird thing to say because all lenses are help you do that. But I feel as if you really get to see people as they are and that lens does a wonderful job in helping you achieve that vision. I love the 85182. It's kind of like my baby. I love it. It's so crisp. It's so wonderful. It's my fallback. I have been toying with getting a 35 millimeter only because I, I like to get close and I like to dig deep and I like to get to know people and I like to tell a story in nuanced ways. And I feel like sometimes I use a crutch of getting too close. And now, and especially since my client's need this. I've been using the 35 mainly because I have no choice. <laughs> I have to give space. It, it, it just does that for me. So it just makes me think about creating a scene and framing a scene in a different way. And especially if I'm creating a shoot deck and I'm thinking about what is needed, uh, what, what are the outcomes that we need. I always think in the back of my mind, how can I be like a helicopter? Because I think usually when you're doing a shoot for a client, you have your shoot tag, you know what you need. And once you get it, you're done. 
and you move on. But sometimes I always will take out a different lens. I'll take out the 35 or I'll take out the 85 and I'll just start doing that helicopter thing in terms of going really wide, coming up close, taking in details. And I think the combination of those two really helped me tell, tell stories in, in a very different way. My next question is usually, do you have a photographic philosophy? But I feel like you kind of just answered that in talking about the lenses. Yes. You know, that philosophy has changed over time. And in my work, I really focus on diversity. And the reason why I do that is because I grew up in Haiti. And, you know, I didn't see my first white person until I was, I think I was eight. And then I realized, oh, gosh. (laughs) there's a whole world out there. You know, you grew up on an island and you don't really see different people. And then I joke around and I say dynasty changed everything for me when dynasty came to Haiti, dubbed in French, of course. I was like, wow, people were wearing coats. There's snow. I didn't know those things existed. And that curiosity for me carries to my work now. We can look at things in different ways. And moving to the U.S. certainly shocked me because... First of all, we moved when it was in December and I remember coming off the plane and my mom had this blue coat for us with, you know, the fur trim hood. And I remember thinking, why would anyone live in a freezer <laughs> like this? And then I lived in France. I lived in, in England for a number of years and my husband is Australian. So whenever we travel, you realize that people see the world differently and the jobs that I get really focus on a connection, focus on different people coming together and finding a common ground. And those lenses, as I mentioned, help me tell those stories. The, the 35 certainly helps tell that wide story. Although I have to say I use 2470 quite a lot too. And then the 85, I feel, helps me tell those tender moments of hands, of um, people hugging. And the one, 135 helps me create just those beautiful portraits. And I always push myself in terms of looking at the world in different ways and, and making sure that shows through my work. I'm always looking for different ways to see my work. And going back to the Alpha Female program, I'll talk with my mentor, Katrina Eisman, to ask her, can you help me? I'm trying to create this image, something similar to this. And she says, well, first of all, they're breaking all the rules. I think they're using a 1632-35. And I'm thinking, oh, of course, because I couldn't figure out how they were telling that story. And not that I want to copy another artist, but I want to be able to use the way that they frame or to see why they use the tools that they use. And since I'm self-taught, all of that inquiry is super important because I just need to always refresh and I always need to see the world in a different way and to also see myself in a different way. I thought the COVID conversations that the two of you did on Instagram were very interesting. They were fun. And what's interesting about that conversation is how much we think alike and how we would use some of the same details in our images. For example, she took this image and it's this image of these beautiful flowers rising from her Um, her garden bed. And I went and I did a response and I took some lilies from my garden to do the response. And I put the lilies in a, um, in our, in our pool. And I use a spray bottle to spray some droplets on the lilies. 
And, oh, I'm sorry, these were irises. I, they were irises that I photographed. And when we looked at the photo together and I asked her, did you, was it raining when you took that photo? She said, no, I use a spray bottle. And I said, that is so interesting because I use a spray bottle too. And, but it was just an amazing collaboration. And I think I learned a lot more about her. And uh, in turn, she learned a lot about me. And I think we also learned a lot about ourselves through the process. As we're recording, we're still in the middle of COVID, so things are complicated, but are you working on any projects at the moment? I am. I have several projects that I've been working on, and they've been a lot of fun, and they're very low-key. And I've been photographing some of my friends and their kids and, uh, and how they're hanging out. And I have this really funny way of putting together a test shoot. I like to do, I do so much production for it. I need to know it inside and out. And I'm the type of person who needs to have an Excel sheet of like, what's the worst case scenario? <laughs> what's the, like from A to Z, worst case scenario? What, how can I really prepare? And I tend to be like overly prepared and just a little too dramatic in that sense. And I find that just showing up and telling a friend, I'm coming over can we hang out in your backyard so we could social distance but still see each other? And then I'll just take photographs of them interacting with the kids. And that's been a lot of fun. And I'm also doing a few test shoots to prep myself for some clients that I want to pitch myself to. I'm working with a producer here in Chicago and a makeup artist, and we're bringing together a team. I can't share exactly what that will be yet, but once it happens, then I'll be able to, once it's all done, I should say then I can share it online. And you started a podcast as well. I did. So this podcast is called This Is How We Create, and it features artists of color. I love podcasts, and I've been enjoying yours, so it's been nice to get to know everyone who's passed through your podcast. And one of the things that I, I learned when I first started listening to podcasts is that there weren't that many on artists of color. And... I, I just decided to create the thing that I wasn't seeing. And that's how the podcast came to be. If you could make any photograph you wanted right now with no limitations or restrictions at all, what would you photograph? I would photograph black women who fly fish. And I've had this idea for a long time to go to Montana, get a team, <laughs> go to Montana or go to Missouri and just photograph a group of women who, who love to, to fish. There's this hashtag that is diversify your outdoors. And I think the outdoors for a long time in the U.S. in terms of advertising for, of outdoor products, it's not very diverse, very white. And I want to see um, a different world. And I think in some ways I became a photographer because I wanted to see the world that I wasn't seeing. You know, I wanted to create images and talk to people and try to get them to see the world in a different way. And I think I get to do that through my work, but I'm currently researching it and I want to make it happen. I am dreaming about it, um, but it would be nice if I could work with a producer and could get all the group and all the people we need to do to go to Missouri or to Montana to, to hang out and fly fish. I hope you get to do it. I hope so too. <laughs> What are you most excited for in the photographic world right now? 
what I'm most excited about in the photographic world is how we are having different conversations and we're seeing different people being photographed, honestly, and being used in, in ads and uh, creating different assets of people who, who, who form America. And, you know, we're so divided as a country right now. And I'm really excited to, for the photographic community to show how much more we have in common than we have differences. And that, makes me really, really excited. How can people see your work? People could see my work by going on IG. I'm martine.severin. So the Martine is spelled like Martin, but with an E. I always say Christine, Martine like Christine. So martine.severin on IG. I am martineseverin.com. And the podcast is This Is How We Create. And you could find it on most places where you listen to your podcast. Thank you very much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Oh, I love chatting with you, Tony. Thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait to listen to more episodes that you do. I always learn so much from each episode that you do, and I love getting to know your guests better. So I'm so pleased you're doing this. 